what has this space gone through? Obviously, it was a, a major shift to virtual events and, and doing things from a virtual setting. And then kind of looking ahead, what's sort of the lasting impact of, of what we've gone through the past year and a half? No one saw the pandemic coming, right? I mean, it was a black swan event for the entire industry. But to your point about virtual events, I mean, it was the only option. There will still be components of online content for attendees that are remote. You have this kind of net new audience that you can connect with. So I still believe that there's a lot of value in the digital extension of in-person events. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. You know, as we turn the calendar to August, uh, this should be our, our first episode that we drop in the month of August. Uh, the schedule is really cranking up here over the next couple of weeks for the Nationwide Marketing Group team. We've got, you know, obviously we're just a few short weeks from primetime, a few short days actually from primetime in Nashville. Uh, and then on the heels of that, it, it's really back to the road. Uh, we've got a couple furniture markets to, to come up that are coming up and uh, also on the schedule is Cedia Expo in Indianapolis, the first Cedia Expo since the, the show, in person, uh, I should say, since 2019, um, for obvious reasons. And, uh, you know, a lot to lo- look forward to and be excited about with this show in, in, in Indy and uh, w- what's going on with the, the Cedia and the CI, custom integration industry. And uh, who better to talk to than the guy at the helm of organizing that show? And that's Jason McGraw, group president of Cedia Expo and KBiz for Emerald. Uh, expositions, the group that manages those shows uh, among their portfolio of other events and, uh, of course, industry publications like CE Pro and, uh, you know, NKBA's publication. And um, Jason brought a lot to the table, you know, in our interview talking about, of course, obviously, you know, things that they're doing to prepare and and be ready for the show from a health and safety standpoint. And um, also just talking about what's new and exciting about, you know, the show this time around and um, things they've adapted and um, you know you, you talk about virtual events and hybrid events what we can look forward to from that standpoint and, and then just new aspects of the show you know new things they're bringing together bringing to the table um, for CDA Expo this year in Indy so uh, I mean so much to dive into you know talk about what it's been like the past year and a half um, for the events industry uh, which was clearly rocked by you know the pandemic that, that continues to to be an issue in some you know pockets of the uh, industry and country and world for that matter. But, uh, you know, Jason, you know, he's tackling those things head on and, and getting ready to put on an incredible show in Indy for the, the CI space and uh, for Cedia Expo. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. This is Jason McGraw of Cedia Expo here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we got a cool one lined up today. Um, you know, we're sitting here around early end of July, early August, and uh, we know that the the travel's picking back up for all of us, uh, you know, across nationwide. But I mean, when we say it's ramping up, we've got our primetime show here in a couple of weeks, and then you know, I'll be joining you, Mr. Jason McGraw, in CD in India, I should say, for Cedia Expo. So I, I appreciate you. I know it's crazy for us just a couple of weeks out from primetime. I'm sure you're, you know. I, I'm sure it's a little busy in, in the office where you are. Absolutely. Uh, we're very excited about getting back to an in-person show, uh, as, as you are and, and so many. Uh, but yes, going back to uh, Indianapolis with CD Expo, September 1 through 3, uh, we'll be here before we know it. And uh, we're definitely uh, pulling a lot of all-nighters at the moment <laughs> to get all the, the details settled. But uh, 
it's really great. We're going to have a fantastic show. Yeah, we're right there with you. And uh, as I mentioned, the group vice president for Cedia Expo and KBiz, the Kitchen and Bath Industry Association, uh, two shows that are awesome that we, you know, we, we get to go to as uh, uh, here at Nationwide Marketing Group. So I, fun to see these paths cross as always. But before we dive into the show and, and what's coming up, I want to get to know a little bit more about you and, and your background. So let's start right there. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about Jason McGraw and, and kind of, you know, where you come from and uh, what brought you to Emerald and sure. Cedia Expo and KBiz. Well, uh, thanks, Rob. Um, I've been involved for over 30 years uh, in my career of uh, working on trade show management, um, primarily with uh, trade organizations. Uh, I did actually work for the uh, National Association of Home Builders for a short stint back in the past, Association of Equipment Manufacturers and the heavy construction industry. And for most of my career, I worked for uh, Infocom International, now Avixa, uh, managing the Infocom show on the uh, commercial pro AV. Uh, space and was also very involved in, in launching some of their international shows uh, in the past. And uh, my good friend, Mike Blackman, who runs the uh, Integrated Systems Europe, I uh, was able to work with him in the early days of, of that event. But, uh, you know, most recently I've joined uh, Emerald, uh, you know, working uh, with the team managing the Cedia Expo that uh, Emerald acquired from the Cedia Association several years ago. Uh, in addition to Cedia Expo, I also oversee the uh, kitchen and bath industry show that's co-located with the Home Builders International Builder Show uh, under the Design Construction Week umbrella that's returning to Orlando next February of 2022. Uh, so it's it's definitely a, a great combination uh, for me personally. But uh, you know I've I've been in the trade show business. I've done operations. I've done sales. I've done marketing. Uh, I've led teams. You know managing a variety of of sized events and uh, and conferences. And so this is. Uh, Exciting for me personally, you know, everyone got to work on virtual events over the last year and still doing some of that and then now hybrid model, but getting back to in-person events is, is uh, really thrilling uh, after this hiatus that we've had uh, due to the pandemic and, uh, you know, but we're going to have a safe and, and healthy event and, uh, you know, for me personally, um, you know, I, I'm just really excited and jazzed about uh, trade shows. I, I love shows. I go to all different types of trade shows and, uh, have done shows in most of the major uh, convention cities in the United States and uh, many internationally. And uh, so, you know, I'm really excited to be, you know, sort of like the glorified wedding planner or host (laughs) to welcome everybody uh, back to uh, the in-person show. And uh, so that, that's something that uh, I'm excited about personally. Uh, But I think you'll find that to be the case with our entire staff. I know many of the exhibitors we speak to are really excited about getting back to the show as well getting to, you know, engage the dealers and the channel face-to-face, you know, to be able to show their new products again and have people see them and touch them and talk about them and, and do training uh, and education. So uh, this opportunity, I think, can't, I can't miss, you know, and, and now that things are, uh, you know, uh, improving although lately, you know, <laughs> talking about Delta variant and so right. forth, but like, hey, you know, uh, if you're vaccinated, you know, it seems like it's a really low risk uh, you know, great. And if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask, you know, and, right. and protect yourself. So, uh, you know, everybody needs to decide what's best for them, but the show's going on and we are meeting in person and we encourage everybody to, uh, to join us. No, that's awesome. And you started to answer in there. I, I was going to ask you kind of where the, uh, you kind of run through your, your career history and the stops certainly, you know, there's a lot of, uh, 
ties to technology and innovation and, and things like that. Is there, was it trade shows first or is it kind of tech that kind of kept you in and around this space? And, and uh, you know, it, it sounds like the trade shows obviously are, are what sort of brought you to this space, but uh, talk about that growing love and, and desire to stick with a group like Cedia and what sure. the expo and what that, what goes on there. And then also KBiz, which obviously we're seeing more of an influx of technology in that space as well. True. Well, you know, going back in the, uh, the, the way back machine, uh, you know, back in high school, uh, I was involved in theater and I was in the tech side and acting inside. That's probably why I'm still a big ham to this day. Ask my wife. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I enjoyed technology and, and live event side. And in uh, college, I was in a band. I was a sound man, um, very much interested in audio and technology. Um, you know, early days of the Internet, you know, I was very interested in computers and Ironically, that's how I met my wife uh, in a chat room on AOL. Wow. You know, like, like you got mail, you know, back in the day when you got like a CD ROM and you yeah. put it in the computer and it was dial up, you know, I'm, I'm really dating myself here, kids. I, you know, it's, it's uh, unbelievable, but <laughs> I, you think about those, there's, I, I always see those, uh, those funny memes about like, I, cause I'm, I'm in the millennial category, but even kids that are younger, like I, the difference between what a millennial knows and a Gen Xer is that dial-up tone they play that dial-up tone and the gen gen or gen z rather is standing around like i don't know what this is and it's just yeah. it's that you know anxiety inducing feeling of that's yeah. dial-up <laughs> so yeah. remember remembering those days now i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> so i mean I've, I've always had an affinity or passion for technology and yeah you know even in our own home you know i i have a home theater in my basement i have you know voice control devices i won't say which brand probably several brands actually <laughs> And, uh, you know, zillion TVs and audio and everything in our home and, and security. And so, you know, I, I have an appreciation for the technology uh, as a consumer and very interested in the technology. And I got my CTS certification through Avixa many years ago because not that I sell and install AV systems. I uh, probably could help uh, put a rack together if I had to. But uh um, because I love the technology, want to understand the technology. And I, and I think it makes me better at my job, at least in understanding, you know, the trends and the products, uh, applications that are going on in the industry. And so, you know, when I, when I got the call, uh, from Brian Pagel, my boss, our EVP with Emerald, uh, last fall and said, Hey, Jason, you know, we're making some changes. would love to have you come and join us at CD Expo. I was very excited about that because, you know, for years I attended CD Expo, when I worked for Infocom and, you know, we partnered with Cedia uh, on the Integrated Systems Europe show. And so, you know, I've, I've always closely watched what's been going on on the residential side. And clearly over the last several years, probably eight, 10 years, there's been more convergence between, yeah. you know, the commercial and the residential, what we're calling resi-mercial now, you know, uh, where we're seeing, you know, integrators that who do both, you know, they're doing commercial projects and, and residential products uh, projects. And so, um, you know, it just seemed like a natural opportunity for me to, you know, get to work on an event with brands that I know and love and working with for many years. And at the same time, uh, you know, be able to stay close to that, that technology and, and, and do my part to kind of help facilitate that for the industry. I certainly uh, feel personally um, uh, entrenched in trying to help the industry succeed. And so if I can do, a, you know, do my small part to help that in any way, I'm very excited about that. Um, you know, and similarly, you know, the kitchen and bath industry, you know, you think, oh, it's, uh, you know, bathroom fixtures and cabinets <laughs> and, and, you know, 
where's technology now? But you'd be surprised. I mean, all the major appliance brands have technology now. Uh, you know, the, the plumbing fixtures, there's smart water, there's, there's all uh, manner of, of integration. You know, we're talking about wellness, you know, so you're talking about water quality, air quality, lighting control, uh, you know, so many different areas. And now that we're talking about, you know, outdoor living spaces uh, that, you know, kind of that extension of, you know, you've got the outdoor kitchen, the outdoor living areas and having technology in those areas, kind of connecting your whole home. Now that we're spending so much time at home, you know, working and learning and entertaining. Uh, so it's just, it's a natural connection between uh, those. And so, you know, at Emerald, we're definitely working to, um, you know, leverage our events and we have other events and, and different spaces in the design industry and, and so forth. And certainly publications like CE Pro and Commercial Integrator, for example, and Kitchen and Bath Business. Yep. Give some plugs out there to my colleagues, uh, uh, pubs in our, our portfolio. But, uh, you know, the world is changing rapidly, right? So in order to embrace that change and to capitalize on it, being well-informed of the trends and new products and and uh, new applications and new ways to, you know, monetize and extend your business is very critical, we think, to the channel. And, and we're happy to, to be able to foster and, and offer that and engage it, uh, you know, it, have attendees engage with the manufacturers and the technology at the shows and through our publications. So, you know, uh, for me personally, as I said, I sound like I'm super excited. Uh, I am, but, uh, you know, it, it, it really is, you know, a calling, a passion, a, you know, interest. I, I, I can manage a pipe welders convention, no offense to pipe welders. <laughs> I, I, I certainly love events, you know, it could be any kind of event, but I particularly love technology in this industry. Well, that's, it's awesome to hear about you, how passionate you are because that translates into what's going on at the events and how they're run and, and kind of the experiences that, that come to life between them. And I mean, you, you talked about it, uh, pretty well there, but you mentioned the recent acquisitions and getting into different spaces. And um, I mean, the way that Emerald has kind of, you know, melded and, and found all these parallel verticals, whether it's event verticals or the publications, what does that do for, you know, the, the group? Not, I mean, you mentioned the business standpoint, but just to, to help in the industry, what does it do from the industry standpoint, having a, a CDA Expo and a CE Pro together and, you know, working alongside a KBiz and an NKBA and, and what they're doing there, uh, you know, what does that do for those industries? Well, I think, you know, today, you know, content is king, right? So, you know, and, and curated content. So think about that, you know, there's so much noise out there. There's, there's so much information. Um, it, we feel like, you know, with our editors and our, our content people and, and the marketing teams that we have, that we can present uh, and distill that, that content and that information in very, uh, you know, uh, digestible ways, right? So, you know, the great content that we're providing on CE Pro all the time and, you know, Jason Knott, the executive editor is helping to moderate some sessions, for example, on our smart stage at the CD Expo uh, show floor this year. Uh, you know, we're, we're definitely leveraging and connecting uh, between the publication space and content space and our live events, you know, to provide a more robust uh, offering to the marketplace that helps to support, you know, the marketplace and, and, and growing uh, businesses. You know, I th think it's the, you know, rising tide raises all yeah. boats. Yep. You know, here we're all, we're all trying to, to capitalize and come back from this pandemic, you know, and surprisingly, you know, the housing market has, has still been very resilient and, and growing, you know, double digits, uh, you know, which has been great uh, for, for folks in the channel. 
Uh, at the same time, commercials, you know, suffered uh, somewhat, although it's coming back. Uh, certainly live events <laughs> suffered quite a bit, uh, although now, you know, excited to have uh, live events coming back. But, uh, you know, to that point, I mean, we feel that, you know, we're in an information dissemination business um, and knowledge is power. So, you know, we feel like if we can empower uh, our show attendees, our subscribers with more relevant information that helps their businesses grow and thrive, then that, that creates that virtuous cycle, right? So that, you know, people participate, they get value. You know, we're trying to add and increase value for uh, our stakeholders and, you know, ultimately be able to help the industry grow. And then in return, we, we grow as well. So, um, you know, if we can be successful in leveraging all these assets that we have uh, to fulfill that mission, you know, all the better. And uh, so, you know, we, and we love feedback. So, you know, hey, if there's things that we're not reporting on or content that we don't have at the show, you know, let us know. You know, I mean, I think that's how we grow and evolve with our events and publications by having that engagement, uh, you know, with the community. Certainly. And you mentioned growing and evolving. Uh, I think every industry, uh, but you mentioned it too, you know, the events industry in particular over the past 18 months has had to uh, grow and evolve in, in some pretty crazy <laughs> ways. Um, needless to say, I, I don't know how else you could put it, but, uh, you know, I know, I think you started with, with Emerald in, in your current role in, I want to say November, sorry, this past November, yes, this past year. So I, I mean, you know, even looking back beyond past having just joined this team, what has this space gone through, um, you know, over the past year and a half? And, you know, I, I obviously it was a, a major shift to virtual events and, and doing things from a virtual setting, these zoom calls, like, like we're doing right now, uh, essentially, but, um, and you know, what was that like? And then kind of looking ahead, is this, is there staying power to this, these virtual meetings, you know, we're seeing some hybrid, um, but you know, what, what's sort of the lasting impact of, of what we've gone through the past year and a half? Well, I mean, uh, no one saw the pandemic coming, right? I mean, it was a black swan event for the entire events, travel, hospitality, industry, uh, certainly devastating for so many millions of, of people and businesses. Um, and yet, you know, others thrived during that time. And at the same time, you know, we're, we're you know, people talk about getting back or, you know, the new normal. To me, it's just, it's a, a different day looking forward where it's a new path forward. And so how do you, how do you ride that change to, to have a different and better outcome and, and continue to grow? I think uh, are important questions, but to your point about virtual events, I mean, it, it was the only option, right? I mean, everybody yeah. kind of scrambled like, gee, we still have to stay connected to our communities. We still have to get buyers and sellers together. So let's do it virtually. And so it was a wild West. Everybody was out there. Every <laughs> event had, a virtual event, you know, some were good, some not so good. Uh, definitely a lot of learnings along the way as, you know, there were early adopters last spring and then folks that, you know, learned from those folks and did a little better job in the fall. Um, I think personally, I think there's some fatigue now with virtual events. And, and I think there is that, that pent up demand to get back to in-person. That being said, I think hybrid is here to stay, meaning that I think there will still be components of online content and events uh, for attendees that are remote who maybe can't come to the in-person show yet uh, for a variety of reasons, travel restrictions, health issues, whatever. Um, but, 
but also then you have a we we learn that there's a much broader audience, right? So I mean, only so many. I don't care what industry it is. Take CES, biggest show in North America, you know, hundreds of thousand plus people. Um, you know, they did a virtual event, you know, and I'm sure there were attendees of their event, just like we had for CEDIA Expo uh, or even our KBiz virtual that, you know, had never been to the in-person show. So you have this kind of net new audience that you can connect with so you can extend your reach. So I still believe that there's a lot of value in the digital extension of in-person events, right? And, and content happens and new products releases happen throughout the year, right? So, so that's a big area that we're looking at uh, with CD Expo, for example, is like, you know, we're adding a new matchmaking uh, system this year for the show. So, you know, attendees can connect with peers, they can connect with manufacturers, they can set appointments and, and that'll be available online after the show, you know, for a period of time. So, you know, uh, Cedia is going to have 50 of their hundred sessions at the show will be on demand. So there'll be available online. So, Hey, I missed that session. I can watch it online. Uh, you know, I've registered for the show and I've, I've paid for the conference. I can get access to it. Uh, so, so we're seeing things change and pivot in, in some positive ways, I think that add, again, I go back to adding value, right? So adding to the experience for attendees and uh, creating, you know, those kind of digital extensions of the event that, you know, um, you know, create more stickiness, more relevance, um, you know, more value for uh, the marketplace. And so we're going to continue to look at those kind of opportunities year round. You know, how do we continue to offer content and connections and highlight new products so the manufacturers can can showcase those in new ways to the audience. So, you know, that's where I see there still be the focal point of the, you know, the one week at the show, but then that's going to extend out. Um, and, you know, and I think this is a trend that we're going to see generally with, with all events. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, I think it's going to be the new, the new reality moving forward yeah, for some time. It, it's kind of, a, I mean, we're coming out of, at least in recent memory, probably one of the darkest times for trade shows uh, that one can think of. Um, but you kind of take that, uh, those, those experiences, people learn from them, you know, the hybrid events are, are being adopted. And now it's kind of like transitioning to probably one of the most exciting times for events because you have so much opportunity and potential for what, what these could be like going forward. Cause obviously, you know, people want to get back. There's that pent up demand, as you mentioned, to get back to in-person and, and maybe just get out of the house, you know, for, for some of us, but um, now, you know, what, what these events could look like for those, whether you're there and, and you get that extended experience online, or, or as you mentioned, you're not there, you can't be there for one reason or another, and you get to still tap into what's happening, you know, from a distance in, in, in a way. So a lot of uh, exciting things. And, you know, on the topic of excitement, I want to kind of look at Indy and, you know, talk about the show that's upcoming. You talked about some of the new stuff that's coming already and, um, you know, you mentioned the matchmaking. It, what other what other things are happening as, as we get back to meeting in person that, you know, you're excited about for CDA Expo and, and kind of what's to come this first week of uh, September here? Well, you know, uh, Rob, what I'm really thrilled about is that nearly all of our major exhibitors, uh, you know, from the past show back in 19 are back in the show. Uh, and, you know, Crestron, uh, you know, took a hiatus from the show for a number of years. They were going to be back last fall. Then the show was was canceled, but they're, they're going to be back with a, uh, you know, very large exhibit space, a lot of training, a lot of new products. So I think that's a, a big boon for the industry, but, you know, Sony, Samsung, Harman, Elan, 
uh, Legrand, uh, Origin Acoustics, uh, Savant, uh, Snap One, Control Four, uh, Lutron. I mean, they're all there. It's going to um, be a party, you know. Uh, so, you know, just you know, those I just rattled off several, you know, large brands, <laughs> yep. but uh, you know, the leading audio manufacturers, the the uh, video, the display, the control systems. Uh, you know, it's all going to be there, and we'll have over 250 exhibitors on the show floor. It's it's definitely going to be worth the trip just to see those brands, uh, and and we know from surveys, and this is true for nearly any trade show. The number one reason that people go to events is to see new products. So uh, this opportunity to get back after two years uh, of not having that opportunity uh, to be in person, I think, is going to be fantastic. So there's that. I think. Uh, Another big trend clearly is this, you know, we're working from home, the home office, you know, so we've seen commercial solutions come into the the resi space. Many resi integrators never had to deal with conferencing systems and collaboration solutions. And so we've partnered with a group IMCCA. Uh, We're going to have a home office demo area on the show floor. We've added a bunch of content sessions uh, on our show floor stages. We have uh, Cisco, Zoom, Crestron, Poly, Jabra, and a bunch of other brands that are that are going to be uh, talking about uh, the state of the industry, you know, the business solutions, how uh, integrators can get into this wave if they already aren't doing it. But you know, you think about better lighting, better audio, uh, acoustical treatments, furnishings, you know, the whole jazz about how you bring in uh, commercial solutions into the home and. So we think that's really exciting uh, and important this year. Uh, we've totally revamped our uh, smart stage. We've added an area called Innovation Hub stage, which is like case studies from different manufacturers. Uh, smart stage is really thought leadership topics um, on a variety of you know hot button issues uh, for the industry. So those are some of the things that we're doing as Emerald uh, on the show floor. I, I did allude to uh, CDS conference program. Uh, we're also... Uh, you know, have a ton of manufacturer product training at the show uh, for major brands. We still have sound rooms on the show floor. Uh, we have some high-performance audio demo rooms off the show floor. Um, we have our CE Pro All-Star Band coming back and performing on the, the show floor. And uh, yours truly may actually sit in on a couple of tunes <laughs> there and bring my guitar uh, to Indianapolis. So I'm, I'm uh, jazzed about that. But, uh, you know, so there's a the social part. So I one thing I just want to highlight is that, you know, even though we have all this digital, we're still human beings. We're analog, right? You know, when was the last time that you got to get together with your pals and have a beer, you know, or that you got to sit and have dinner with a colleague or, or a business partner, or, uh, you know, we're, we're working with the uh, Indianapolis uh, Indians, the AAA team. They have a victory field is right next door to the convention center and Wednesday and Thursday night. We're going to have tickets that people can win to go to the ball game, you know. Uh, so we're trying to do some fun elements at the show as well this year. Um, so, so there's that social part of getting back together, right? Yeah. That that I think you you alluded to. People are missing that opportunity, and uh, you know, I personally, I've been able to travel for business a few times over the last uh, couple months, and uh, you know, it was very surreal. You know, I hadn't <laughs> been on a plane for a year and a half. And, you know, I'm all masked up and I'm on the plane and it was plane was packed. I mean, people are back to traveling and it was a fine experience. It was, it was really great. 
I got to actually do a site visit of the convention center in Indianapolis a couple months ago and, and they're ready. They've been having events, you know, they've been operating safely. The bars and restaurants are open at full capacity now. Uh, so, you know, it was a great experience. So that personally, I'm like, I'm excited to get back. Right. You know, yeah. in, in, uh, but I've been out to Vegas, I've been to Orlando, I've, you know, I've done some other trips and um, I, I, from my point of view, and I will profess I am fully vaccinated. So I felt very confident in doing that yep. traveling wise, but certainly wore my mask when appropriate and required. Um, and, you know, it was fine. And, but that's me. So I, I totally respect and appreciate everybody's got to do what's best and right for them. Um, but I do see it happening. And I've, we've heard reports of recent shows that have taken place, other industry events that, you know, have had similar experiences. I was just out of the world of concrete show in Vegas, you know, and they had a decent turnout, had a nice show, went smoothly. Uh, the ISC West show was just in Vegas, a security show. Uh, also, you know, had a smooth running event, the covering show uh, down in Orlando, uh, you know, had a, had a good turnout. You know, were these events the same size as before? No. You know, is CDA Expo going to be the same size as it was in 2019? No, it's not for obvious reasons, but it's going to be great. And so, uh, again, I think there's enough there, you know, to make it worth the trip, no matter where you're from. And, uh, you know, I, I can't stress enough that, uh, the business opportunity, the chance, uh, to get back together is so supreme that you're, you're truly going to regret it if you don't, if you don't come back, you know, this year, um, you know, if you can't make it, then of course you'll see stuff online. We're going to do a lot more video at the show this year and capturing things. And then we'll be back in Dallas next year uh, in late September. So actually the dates are a little bit later uh, next year, but uh, you know, hopefully by, by next year, you know, things are, things are, uh, you know, growing in a, in a continuing in a very positive way. And, and this, uh, you know, unfortunate COVID business will be, uh, you know, in our rearview mirror, but uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, I just, again, it's, it's devastating to, you know, still see, you know, millions of people around the globe suffering and the people that have passed away, uh, you know, and, and it's just terrible. Um, but at the same time, life goes on and, and we need to, um, you know, continue our businesses and get back to work. And that's why, you know, in our business, it's about in-person events and, and uh, publications. And so we're, you know, excited about the opportunity to, to have everybody gather again. Definitely. And, and if anyone needs one more reason, you mentioned the Innovation Hub. Day two, I think it is. Uh, they, they could come watch yours truly be one of the hosts for that Innovation Hub. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to that opportunity. Uh, you know, excited to have been asked. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to being there and helping to, to run that Innovation Hub, at least for a day, you know, Mr. MC over here. But uh, no, looking forward, very much forward to it. And, you know, a lot, as you mentioned, just so much to look forward to. A lot of opportunities, a lot of business opportunities. Uh, of course, the social opportunities um, that, that will be had. And, you know, it, it's just going to be a, a good time. It's going to be refreshing and exciting to be out and, and about and reconnecting with people that we haven't seen in, gosh, at, at minimum a year and a half, uh, you know, going on two years, you know, to the last CDA. So, um, you know, it, I think it's, you said it, just a lot to look forward to and uh, just a, a, an exciting time to be hopping back into this space and, uh, whether that's the CD Expo space or the trade show space. So I, I'm very much looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it, it, we covered a lot. I, I think, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we, we hit it and just I kind of want to leave it. It's a nice way to to end. So we'll uh, 
we'll leave it there. And I, I appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing such awesome info and insights into what's going on, uh, you know, with CD Expo. And uh, Jason, we just look forward to seeing you in September. I'm going to be excited to see you, Rob, and all the HDSN nationwide group members that uh, will be at CD Expo. Uh, please look me up. Uh, I'll be around and about. And uh, and I think the opening morning of the show, I'll be standing there at the entrance, uh, giving high fives and, and uh, shaking hands or or elbows or, <laughs> or fist bumps as appropriate uh, in, uh, you know, maybe a hug or two, depending on, on uh, who it is, whatever, whatever is, is most comfortable. I'll, I'll uh, come but, take uh, one of each. I'll come take one yeah, of each. How's that? So, <laughs> uh, I'm thrilled and, uh, and, uh, very, very, uh, much looking forward to having everybody come and join us. So thank you for the opportunity today, Rob. And, uh, if anybody has uh, any questions, feel free to reach out to cdexpo.com, uh, where you can register for the show, find the latest information, exhibitor list, uh, et cetera. Awesome. See you in Indy. All right. And a huge thank you again. You know, I know schedules are crazy right now as we prepare for these shows. And, uh, you know, as we get ready for prime time, I know what it's like. So I can only imagine uh, for a guy like Jason, what his schedule has been like, you know, as he preps for his first CDA Expo they're working for Emerald, but the, you know, first CDA Expo in person in nearly two years. So just a, a total appreciation for him taking the time to chat with us and shed some light on what's to come there in Indianapolis, but uh, also look forward to joining them. So, you know, we look forward to getting there and being on the ground in Indy covering CDA Expo and being there. And like I mentioned, you know, serving as a, uh, a host for one of the days of that innovation hub. So lots to look forward to and certainly look forward to being back on the road you know, meeting with our members, meet with our vendors and uh, getting back on the road to these shows. So appreciate Jason taking the time. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.